All right. Well, 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 you thought you could get away from the night shift. I am in the night shift. How was it? Well, it wasn't a night shift. It was a day shift. I'm yawning already. Um, it was just fine. Did you miss this, though? Like, talking about the show, watching the show? Sure did. What did you miss most about it? Oh, making me stay up past my bedtime. Oh. That's awkward. Well, luckily for you, um, I know that you love history. You're kind of like a history geek, um, as am I. And the way that this episode starts is with the Alamo reenactors. You know, no? Yeah. This episode is so boring. I feel like that's what you said about the last one. It's just when you start an episode it like sucks all of the air out of the room yeah i get that i really get that and then what bugged me was that i guess yeah the alamo is a huge part of texas history but it just seemed like they didn't know what to do so they just like pulled they were like yeah let's put the alamo in here and it'll be like prime correct yeah you're right are people allowed to just wander around the ER, like, drunk? Can you do that? People do, but it's definitely frowned upon. I would hope that it would be more organized than the way it was, because there were just Alamo reenactors just willy-nilly walking to and fro in the hallways, and I would think- I mean, you don't see that as much, because, like, yeah, you don't see that, really. Uh, I guess it just depends on the- well, God, I don't want to get to that. E- I don't want to be put in that ER. There's like dust specks flying around your head. What are you doing in there? I'm moving everything, and so the dust has come out to play. It's like really distracting, and I'm afraid you're going to suck it up your nose. Okay, well, I'm fine. Thank like you an me. anteater. All right. Thanks so much for your concern. I live in okay. California. It's just dust here. There's no rain, so we have dust. Okay. Okay. All right, so the first injury of the night, of course, is a musket wound. And that's how they describe it. They're not like gunshot wound. They're like musket wound is what they say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have really nothing to say about that. Oh, by the way, Frankie didn't take any notes for this episode. I asked her if she had her notes ready, and she said, the notes are in my head. Stops grinning like that. <laughs> weird (laughs) i don't really care what you have to say so whatever you know this is going to be a painful 20 more minutes then yeah i agree (laughs) okay well okay so along with the alamo whatever there's a they an ambulance brings in a guy who is like not with it he's like freaking out Mm mm-hmm like we found him wandering around at the Alamo. I'm like, why are we at? Why are we just consistently de- like dealing with the Alamo in this episode? Whatever. I couldn't even, to be honest. And I would consider myself like a lover of history. I don't remember what the Alamo is. Do you remember? No. Okay. 
I'm sure I could call Ben down here and ex- no, have him explain it to you, but then that would be another two hours, and I don't think we have that in us. No, I just don't have it, so whatever. It's just some historical event, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, there's this guy who's wandering around just the grounds of this Alamo battle, and he has a bracelet that says, do not treat on it, or do not, do not treat. Is that what it is? Yeah. Are you looking at your phone, or are you talking to me? I'm talking to you. Relax. Okay. So he has a do not treat bracelet and medically you don't treat them right if they have that. Correct. Because you get sued. Correct. There's a huge population of Jehovah's Witnesses at Georgetown that goes, that is being, that are treated at Georgetown Hospital apparently. And they don't allow, their faith does not allow for blood transfusions. And so they don't get blood transfusions. All right. So, like, you have to respect people's autonomy in making their own medical decisions, even if you don't agree with it. And in this case, she cuts Jordan, the stupid girl, cuts off his bracelet and then treats him, which is inexcusable. It also was weird because it supposes that he wouldn't remember that he had a bracelet. Like, even if she cuts it off, what if he survives and he comes to and he's like, where the heck is my bracelet? That seems even more egregious to cut somebody's bracelet off. Well, the whole point of the bracelet is if you're in a situation like this Mm -hmm. and you're not able to consent or not consent, yeah, you don't just cut the bracelet off. That just negates the the whole idea. So it's dumb. Right. She's like, I saved him, blah, blah, blah. And then the, the show seems to like agree with that. It's just bizarro. Yeah. The point of view of the show is really weird. Um, it, nothing on this show is ethical. No. It's anti-ethical. Yeah. All right. <laughs> then we go to, I guess, gay army doctor is at training. So if you're in the reserves, you're supposed to go for um, a weekend, I think a month or something, yeah. like to go train. But I asked my our brother about this because I it did not seem uh, true to true to form, true to fact, whatever because they're all like geared up really hardcore and they're driving this Humvee. Gay army doctor is stuck in this Humvee with these three other guys. And the way I would assume that they, the rest of them were all gay because the way they talk about women is just, not- Oh, it is so bizarre. It is like the way a 1920s like bartender would talk about women. Yeah. He's like, he call them chickies. Uh, you call them hot chickies. I don't remember that. What is that? I don't know. I've never heard that phrase. What I wrote down was eye candy. Some guy, one of the guys was like, what do you think of blah, blah, blah? She's some eye candy. It's like, what? And then gay army doctor like motorboated the air. Oh yeah. He was like, I loved a motorboat. And I was like, that's really not a thing. Like, people don't <laughs> do that. And then they all like laughed a lot. And then got in their Humvee. Okay, anyway. So then they get the, they're driving the Humvee and the guy, one of the guys gets like trigger happy. He's like, I'm going to go shoot the gun or whatever. He gets on top. and he starts Which sh- is, by the way, they're training. You don't just like shoot random stuff, right? No, no. At the end of this episode, at the end of this, I'm going to read exactly what our brother wrote because it, it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> He really got upset, as you can imagine. A of course. Something is not um, up to Naturally. State. Yeah. All right. Now let's hop back to the hospital because what happened to Shorty in this episode that was the dumbest 
storyline I've ever seen in my He got high, and then he was, like, waltzing around the hospital, like, high. Yeah, get this. He's high, and the reason for it is the psychiatrist left a bottle of MDMA on her Oh, my God. I have so much to say about that. The door unlocked. She was like, I was doing um, a tri- a clinical trial. Firstly, no, she wasn't. Secondly, when you're in a clinical trial, when you're, you are participating as a physician, you don't have the drugs in your possession. They don't They're, just like, give you a bottle of they drugs. They don't just give you a bottle and have you distribute it willy-nilly and or keep it in your office, like unlocked office. Like they are, they keep them in like locked cabinets that are like very well controlled. The lateness of this research slash lack of, like, forethought in writing astounds me. I think they just wanted to get this character out of the way. Well, then don't write him. Like, he doesn't have to exist. You created him. I mean, I agree with that. I don't know why you're yelling at me. I didn't create this crappy show. so stupid. Okay. Anyway. So... Another part that I found really funny was the psychiatrist. She was super, super serious. She goes in to, like, check on the Christian scientist guy that ex-girlfriend cut the bracelet off of and treated because Mm -hmm. he is now, like, he has come to and is awake and she wants to see, like, who he is because they don't have identification. (laughs) She's really serious and she's, like, she's holding a stack of photos and she's, like, Tell me if you recognize any of these things. She holds up these random pictures. I laughed so hard. One is a Jack Russell Terrier. Then she changes it. The next is a Lat- Latino child holding a soccer ball and smiling. Yes. And it goes on and on like that. There's like three or four photos until he recognizes some aspect of some photo, which, you know, probably psychiatrically they do, but it just was ridiculous. I was waiting to, like, see a picture of, like, you mooning the camera. If only. Wouldn't have surprised me at all. It would have been preferable. Thank you. And you hate Your little pancake butt on there. Hate my butt. No, I don't hate it. It's cute. It's just really flat. I freaking hate it. Like, when you turn sideways, I can't see it. It's so super mean of you to say that on the air. I'm just telling you. That's just the way it is. Yeah, no, I live with it, and I have to sit on it. I think I know what shape it is. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, okay. Shorty is just, like, wandering throughout the hospital. Yeah, I just, like, wanted to, like, take one of the Alamo's muskets and, like, blow him out of the air. Yeah, I know. And it was really, you know, I I think that if somebody who worked at the hospital had accidentally started rolling on MDMA, he would have been like sent home, like taken home, or he would have been admitted. Yes. Given an IV, right? Yes. But they just let him go. The psychiatrist goes, "Mm, maybe just drink some water. What? Well, I mean, she's clearly not a real psychiatrist. Do you think that's what the show is about? She's actually not a psychiatrist. I don't pretend to know what the show is about. Yeah. It's trash. I know. Well, okay, so TC's not really in this one, right? Thank God. Thank God. Even though he's a bad boy. The bad well, boy is actually his ex-girlfriend this time around, who has the skinniest eyebrows I've ever seen, so she constantly looks surprised. I mean, she just really needs to 
like flush those out. You know what I mean? Like take a little bit of time with an eyebrow pencil. It it's that simple. Everything about the show is boybrow. Boybrow, yeah. I don't think boybrow would work on her. They're too skinny. She she needs um she needs to get some filler or whatever. So <clears throat> now we hop back over to the the art a gay army doctor. Ugh. The guy has who went like crazy and was like firing the machine gun, whatever. Yeah. He the tank, not the tank, the Humvee like rolls over. So everyone's like busted looking and like laying all over the place. Yeah. And at that point, I just wanted to be like May the Lord take them. Yeah, like what's the point? Mm-hmm. So they're all jacked up, and then they all of a sudden are like, oh my god, we're on the firing range. It's like, you rolled, the Humvee rolled over, and all of a sudden you're in the middle of, like, incredible crossfire. They're doing that thing again where they're trying to recreate Afghanistan. Yeah, it didn't work for me. I really love that storyline. Yeah. What else can we say about this episode? Would you like to address the Topher storyline? I don't even remember what happened. He's like getting his um, whatever snipped or whatever. Vasectomy. He's getting a vasectomy. Yeah. So I love that, of course, the Asian man, his storyline is purely about his virility and how he has none. And like, yeah course that's cool yeah so he's like the whole episode he's kind of like that's all that's what his character is like thinking about or talking about it's yeah. really, it's bizarre oh by the way it's ex-girlfriend's birthday and nobody's remembered which i'm fine with yep oh you know we haven't talked about the end of the sh- at the end of the episode no we're gonna save that for the end because it i I screamed with delight. Yeah, I really, really lost my mind. Um, I'm very excited about this development. Well, yeah, okay. We'll pause on that and come back to it. Okay. So while Gay Army Doctor is treating everybody on the quote-unquote battlefield, Shorty is continuing to roll. I'm I'm saying he rolled for the probably 90% of the episode. Yeah. I think they were like, we don't know what to do with this character. Let's make him funny. Ha ha. And then at the end, he goes, I'm losing my eyesight. And I was like, what the hell? And he's like, I have to go get surgery. And that was like it. You know what was it is they're going to, go, he and, I told you they were vibing, him and psychiatrist are going to go get breakfast. Yeah. They're walking down the hall. She's taller than him. And you can tell she is a tiny woman. Yeah. Like she's smaller than probably you and I. Would you agree? How dare you? She looks like she has bird bones, right? She's tiny. And Shorty yeah. is even tinier than her. Yes. He is a mini, mini... He's a member of the Lollipop Guild. That's true. So they're vibing. They're about to go to breakfast. The This Christian scientist girlfriend, I don't even remember how this happened, but they found out who he was. They call his girlfriend, and she's like, actually, we're not into not getting treated. Remember that? Why are you shivering? He's just shaking her head on camera. I don't know what statement they're trying to make, 
there's any thought put into this at all. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, I can only hope that the ending is going to inject some energy into this show, which is badly needed. I will. I would like to say that. Okay, so we'll end on this, and then we'll talk about what our brother had to say. But so Topher is about to get his vasectomy, and they have a cake, and ex-girlfriend thinks it's for her because it's her birthday but it it's two soccer balls because you know balls ha 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 and then one thing I noticed that made me in super rageful is that TC is in the background talking to Topher and he is the worst background actor I have ever seen the way he tries to background talk so when you're a background actor you can't make any noise Anytime you see people in the background extras, they're not actually talking. They're just moving their mouths and they look like they're talking. That makes me want to kill myself. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. But you have to make it look natural. So I can't do it because this is obviously like an auditory medium. But there are some background actors who for some reason forget what it's like to just talk like a normal person. And they get over animated and gesture a lot. And that's exactly what TC was doing. It drove me nuts. Anyway. <laughs> so, ex-girlfriend's really bummed. She goes outside. And who's waiting? Oh, my God. Her boyfriend. Who's her boyfriend? I forgot his name. <laughs> okay. You're so I love the actor, though. Scott Wolf. Scott Wolf. And his name is Scott in the show. That's right, and he's, like, sitting on top of, like, a bright red Ferrari. I'm pretty excited about it. I really like him. I don't know why. What, what have you watched him in? He's in Party of Five. Oh, my God. I forgot you watched that show. Sean will love that you watch that show. He references it constantly, even though I don't think he's ever seen an episode. I was going to say, has he even ever seen it? Because he's full of it. Yeah, that's a question you'll have to ask him. I'm not going to talk to Sean. Okay. Um, yeah, Scott Wolf uh, is her boyfriend from, you know, they're just like dating long distance or whatever, and he comes to surprise her. And then I love him. TC walks out of the hospital, and he's holding like a poorly wrapped present, and he sees that they're like macking, and he's like bummed out and walks away. I wonder what the gift was. Probably like a picture of him in Afghanistan. Probably. I sent Isaac a picture because he made me, our brother Isaac, made me send him a picture so that he could just, like, see what was going on. So I sent him a picture of the Humvee and told him how they crashed in the firing range. This is his long-winded answer because he doesn't know how to answer any other way. Well, you have to do all of your firing on some kind of range. If you are firing on something that isn't, then there's a good chance there are people somewhere in your engagement fan. To be firing and then be like, oh, no, we're on the range makes no sense. You better fucking be firing on a range. All ammo drawn from ammo supply point uh, from ammo supply point is guarded. There is a range control office that requires you to open the range with a set of procedures. There are range safeties. You have to act according to clear commands from the range safety personnel. You have to account for everything you shoot and pick up all of the spent brass. You, each individual and their weapon is inspected before leaving range through single point. You can't even wear a different uniform from others, let alone YOLO all over the place. <laughs> Where the fuck were they firing? Post housing, the PX parking lot? <laughs> said, yeah, you're not even allowed to do that in Afghanistan. Not even close. Indiscriminate automatic fire is in, in the theater of operations is normally what we call a, quote, war crime. Not sure what it is stateside. <laughs> so he's just a crime? Yeah. 
One of my boxes fell over. That was that large crash. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Is everything okay? Yeah, it's just my disco ball. Don't worry about it. That's going to shatter. It's fine. You're going to have to piece it together tile by tile. Oh, I know. But anyway, that's Isaac's reaction. So he's super upset. We're all upset now. All the Baroofies are upset now. Are you happy, Night Shift? I can only hope that Scott Wolf, like, brings it together, brings it home. Is he a doctor, too? In the show? I don't know. Because that'd be cool if he and TC had, like, a, if he, like, I love Scott Wolf. I love it. that, like, abundantly clear over the I don't know why. It is, it's something about his smile and his, like, mannerism just really, like, really, I really, like, vibe with that. I find him to be weird looking. Like I love his positive energy. Okay, that's fine. Infectious. Yeah, that's enough, I think. Oh, weird. All right, so there's another hour of our lives we won't get back. And another half hour of your lives, listeners, that you won't get back. Um, that was a short one because I can't be bothered to talk about this episode any further. And I only hope the next one is going to be much better. We keep saying so I'm that. Sorry that to anyone. I feel like we're shortening it consistently because the show is so GD awful. No, we'll do better next time. This is almost a 25 minute episode. It's pretty. Okay. Um, what are your What's your medical advice? My medical advice is that if someone legally says, "Please do not treat me or do not resuscitate me," don't just like cut off their medical bracelet and go against their wishes because that is unconscionable and unethical fair very fair do you have any predictions for what's going to happen um i predict that tc is gonna like try to like intimidate scott wolf but i don't think he'll be intimidated by his boot cut jeans and his dumb cowboy boots but he obey the boy that's right well, good luck with moving. I think you should check your moving box and see if anything broke in there. Yeah, I mean... And please don't get buried under your hoarder stash of moving boxes because I don't want to, like, get a call in, like, 10 days that they found your, like, stinky, lifeless body under a bunch of boxes. That's, like, the second time you've been super mean to me in the span. Oh, um, only the second? Oh, today. You don't have Thomas Jefferson hair right now. What? You have Thomas Jefferson hair. I know. It's a look. It's mm-hmm. a look. Are you going back to the hospital tomorrow? You sure am. Are you going to work the night shift? No, thank God. Okay, well, that's disappointing. Yeah, I need to go to bed and pack all my snackies and my lunchies so I can have something to eat tomorrow. Yum. I always eat it in the first half of the day, so I'm hungry the second half. Maybe you should pack two snacks so that no, you No, because then I'm going to eat all of it in the first half of the day, and then I'll still be hungry. We need to get you, like, a timed box so that it only opens. Like, <laughs> like one of those dog food boxes. Yeah. Or, like, a slow it's, feeder. You just growl. <laughs> exactly right. Well, that's yeah. cool. So we'll talk about this next week, you know, and then we'll, you know, uh, reevaluate, see if you feel like continuing this, see if you have to hop off the train because it's all dependent on Scott Wolf, you know? I just need you to stop talking about Scott Wolf as much as you're talking about him. Party of five. Great show. Great show. All right. I guess we'll talk next week.
Okay. Bye. Bye.